greet you tonight <clears throat> from sacred ground in America, Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This is where America made its declaration of independence to the world more than two centuries ago <clears throat> with an idea unique among nations that in America, we're all created equal. This is where the United States Constitution was written and debated. This is where we set in motion the most extraordinary experiment of self-government the world has ever known. With three simple words, we the people, we the people, these two documents and the ideas they embody, equality and democracy, are the rock upon which this nation is built. They are how we became the greatest nation on earth. They are why, for more than two centuries, America has been a beacon to the world. But as I stand here tonight, equality and democracy are under assault. We do ourselves no favor to pretend otherwise. So tonight, I've come to this place where it all began to speak as plainly as I can to the nation about the threats we face, about the power we have in our own hands to meet these threats, and about the incredible future that lies in front of us if only we choose it. We must never forget, we the people are the true heirs of the American experiment that began more than two centuries ago. We, the people, have burning inside of each of us the flame of liberty that was lit here at Independence Hall, a flame that lit our way through abolition, the Civil War, suffrage, the Great Depression, world wars, civil rights, that sacred flame still burns. Now in our time, as we build an America that is more prosperous, free and just, that is the work of my presidency, a mission I believe in with my whole soul. But first, we must be honest with each other and with ourselves. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Too much of our country today is not normal. Um, either this show. Hey, welcome aboard, everybody. This is Andy of the Andy and Mandy Show. Mandy's going to be joining us in about 15 minutes from now. But we do have our show coordinator, Cornell Butler, on the line with us. Cornell, greetings from California. How you doing? It's me. It's me. It's How you, you doing, Andy? We're doing just I'm fine. I'm having thanks. a great time. What'd you I say? know you are. It's, it's our Wacky Friday show. It. It's Labor Day weekend. And everybody sit back, time. relax, kick back. Time to have a drink. Enjoy yourself. Look, we're going to have some fun here on the Andy like and Amanda program, you know. Like and we're going to be, we, you know it, we know it. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be connecting the uh, USA as we always do with the uh, United Kingdom here in just a short while. Amanda's going to be joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Thank we you. have a. Uh, we have listeners grow. God, you know we're growing. We're, we're we have growing. We're growing every day. Every day, hundreds of new listeners. Twenty-three countries around the world. 
Every minute, people, Every people are tuning in. To and it's like people care what what we have to say. It's like, it's like yeah, you know? we say the same thing. We, we say do. the same thing about ourselves. Yeah, we don't, so we what's the what's the drink on Friday? What, oh, what, what, well. what you drinking, Andy? Vodka and ginger ale. <laughs> oh man, I'm drinking a Stella beer and I'm drinking a rum with tonic. Oh, rum and tonic. Yeah. 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 They like that. Yeah, they love it. Thank you. They love us. They yeah. love us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'd like to welcome everybody aboard. I am Dracula, and I welcome you to my house. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. Anyway, Definitely. we're going to be playing uh, Joe Biden, as we heard in the intro uh, part of our show, uh, gave a... Uh, what I thought, and I think what the general consensus is about time uh, speech last night in, in Philadelphia, where it all began in 1776, is my hometown. As a matter of fact, less than a month ago, I walked by all the Liberty Bell and Congress Hall and all those Carpenters Hall, all those places where uh, where it all began. Um, I grew up there in Philly, but uh, you know it's in your backyard. You don't pay all that much attention to it. You take class trips there in second grade and that kind of thing. But it was really wonderful uh, being from California, having lived in California now for a period of time, and going back to Philadelphia um, for music and uh, you know visiting the hometown. You know, um, it was great to walk by those areas and and take some pictures and kind of see it through the eyes of of almost a tourist. You know, uh, and it was kind of a cool to, to see you know where our country was founded, where it all began, and uh, and how yeah. we how how we got to where we are, um, and and Joe Biden. Um, Gave a, a a good. I was saying this. I think it was good. It's about time. And and he sucked it to to Donald Trump directly. He mentioned his name yes. many a time and mentioned the the uh, make America great again uh, population in this country. Really sucked it to him. Um, yes. we'll take a listen. We'll hear some excerpt. Here's another excerpt. Why you refill my drink here? <laughs> yes. And let's what an go. Excuse. What an excuse. What an excuse. Yes. Uh, Let's take a listen. This is this is uh, you know Trump and the MAGA population. Like what? Where, who are these? Who, what are these people trying to do? And what are they? They know they're living in a lie. They must. I, I refuse to believe that that the MAGA population, who still swears by Donald Trump, although that population has decreased significantly over a period of time, but it's still there. Um, I I just want, I, I refuse to believe that they're stupid people. I just do not I, I will not acknowledge that. And and it doesn't take a whole lot um, of, of of intelligence and insight and perception to see that Donald Trump continues to lie and facilitate and promote uh, the idea that somehow he won the election, quote unquote, by a lot. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's. Uh, I'm not going to go into to giving a speech here. Uh, let's let the, um, Joe Biden do that. Let's play some excerpts of what he had to say from Philadelphia yes. last night. Yes. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now, I want to be very clear, very clear up front. <clears throat> not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know, because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated 
by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. These are hard things. But I'm an American president, not a president of red America, blue America, but of all America. And I believe it's my duty, my duty to level with you, to tell the truth, no matter how difficult, no matter how painful. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. They look at the mob that stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th, brutally attacking law enforcement, not as insurrectionists who placed a dagger at the throat of our democracy, but they look at them as patriots, and they see their MAGA failure to stop a peaceful transfer of power after the 2020 election as preparation for the 2022 and 2024 elections. They tried everything last time to nullify the votes of 81 million people. This time, they're determined to succeed in thwarting the will of the people. That's why respected conservatives like Federal Circuit Court Judge Michael Ludwig has called Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans quote, a clear and present danger to our democracy. But while the threat to American democracy is real, I want to say as clearly as we can, we are not powerless in the face of these threats. We are not bystanders in this ongoing attack on democracy. No, we are indeed not. We are indeed not. And... Uh... Yeah, and it's really, uh, it really is. Um, I mean, speaking where he spoke from, in the foundation of America, two hundred and a heart, forty. Yeah, right. Years ago, um, at Carpenter's Hall, Congress Hall, where the first Supreme Court was, where the first Congress was, where the first president sat, and in the seventeen hundreds, and we look to where we came, and and as we have said so many times on the show, that you can have differences in ideology, in political philosophy, in in your values, mores, you know, what what you what might be appropriate um, for you, which might not be for somebody else. And you debate and you discuss, yeah. you go back and forth, you compromise, and we devise policy and compromises, and that's how we move ahead as a society. But I don't – and, you know, we've had a, a Democratic leaders, presidents, congresspeople, senators, governors, mayors. We've had Republicans. And if you're the opposing party, you, you lost. And if you were 
you know, the, the, the opposing party, you won, one or the other, but you continued, and, and life goes on, and this country moves on. Now, does every decision that's been made by every president just fantastic? No, there's been a lot of, a lot of, you know, as Dr. Ruth has said on this program many times, uh, catastrophe. <laughs> catastrophe. 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 Um, but anyway, um, we move ahead in society. Yeah, but I don't remember at any time just uh, a you know since Donald Trump took office, and I wish he never did. God, we'd be so. It's just what a what a, what a mistake for him to become president because it really took us back significantly. And uh, and, and you know, and it's, it, we've kind of waiting in the wings. We've been waiting, I think, for Biden just to come out and call this what it is, and call Trump by name, and say what do you, you know, and address this situation, this horrible situation uh, that 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 Donald Trump put this country in and continues to. Um, but let's uh, anyway. Um, I got another short clip here. It's, we're going to talk about the, the core of our democracy. Look, listen to this. I know you, the American people. I know your courage. I know your hearts. And I know our history. This is a nation that honors our Constitution. We do not reject it. This is a nation that believes in the rule of law. We do not repudiate it. <clears throat> this is a nation that respects free and fair elections. We honor the will of the people. We do not deny it. And this is a nation that rejects violence as a political tool. We do not encourage violence. We are still an America that believes in honesty and decency and respect for others. Patriotism, liberty, justice for all, hope, possibilities. We are still, at our core, a democracy. Yes, so well said. Took the words right out of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Very, very well said. Yeah. Took the drink out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, you, you as I remember Trump one time. I remember saying this, or, or maybe we played the yeah. clip on our show. I don't remember. Either saw it or we played it on the show. Yeah, like thing, a million of them. We probably did. It, yeah, we, I think we played, Yeah, I just remember hearing this. I think on our own show, um, where. Uh, I think we made some fun of it when Trump was at a podium at a rally way back when, and he said, uh, yeah. uh, "What well, you need? This country needs uh, the, somebody to act presidential." And he goes, oh, oh, and, he, and he imitates uh, somebody, you know, puts his soldiers up and gets Sullivan and uh, starts walking on the podium, uh, acting supposedly presidential. Well, you know what, Mr. Trump? Yes, yes, this country does want a president who acts presidential as opposed to a total nincompoop, a lying nincompoop at that, a lying. Narcissistic nincompoop at that. Oh, yeah. a lying son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> what? No, no, I know. That's not, that's not Amanda. No, no, I'm, I'm not talking about you, Amanda. Hello. Oh, I was just saying, hey, what's hey, going on? Hey, 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 hey Amanda, how you doing? Hello, How's everything? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You can tell the vodka, the vodka and tonic is starting to hit. Oh, <laughs> whose birthday is it? Oh, who's really? Mine? What? Oh, oh. <laughs> what? what I believe. Good for you. I walked in on alcohol and Lincoln juice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just matter? you know you know it'd be something you know if just you know if you get a politician you know somebody up there and just said you know, screw like a pig you know what I'm saying we we <laughs> we we 
Scream like a pig. I never heard a I never heard a pig squeal squeal like that, but <laughs> sound like that, a, that sound was, like a rapping pig. That would be um. hilarious. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness! So who's oh, Amanda, my love, how are you? Yes, darling. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah, I was just in a rush to get on. Got caught up in um in traffic. And uh, there's all these roadworks and craziness on the road, and we had to detour, and everything got chaotic. And I was hoping to be back in time, and ah, I wasn't. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yes, mm. the way it goes. Mm. Sorry, guys, mm. but I'm here now, fresh-faced, smiling. It's Thursday, when we were getting the program for this week, he was mumbling. He was uh, almost incoherent. It was very embarrassing. Thank you. That's that's oh, really? what we do on the show. Thank you. Thank yes. you. We try to put a show together that makes some sense to somebody. <laughs> you know. Hey, we're here having a fun time. This is talk radio on the internet, streaming around the world. To get into the All show, right, one sure. plus five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. You can also email us at Andy and Amanda Show at gmail dot com. Let us know what's on your mind, your thoughts, your opinions, your ideas, your suggestions. We're all eaters here on the show. I want to hear what you have to talk about. What is important to you? Nothing is important to us. So, hey, we're looking for your ideas. <laughs> you know, and, and, and Amanda, what are you drinking? Amanda, what are I'm you a, drinking? Me and we drinking are drinking tonight. Oh, you guys are drinking the hardcore stuff, huh? No, no I'm drinking mm. Stella. Yeah, hardcore. Rum and um, what was rum and um, <laughs> tonic. I thought the same thing. Okay, I can tell you actually you've had a drink. <laughs> we are it's we have this we have this effect. I'm on the world. Fire. Really make Europe dependent on us. We are. We're making yeah. all of Europe dependent on us. Thank you very much for your comment. Thank oh. you. We breaking all the rules. <laughs> I had a bit of a uh, earth, wind and fire with a meal I had earlier, to be honest. You do? Who's getting married? Yeah. The same Who's person. getting married? <laughs> the same person? What? Same person, two weddings. Yes. It's crazy. Unbelievable. And yes, this person is marrying the same person, not a different one. Why are they getting like, married twice? Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. If, well, if I were get, a dear friend I'd of mine. If I was getting yeah. married twice... I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! I couldn't get married twice. Yeah. Oh, oh some people do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a dear friend of mine, um, uh, he's been raised more like a brother, but we lived opposite each other for years, so we grew up together. Um, mm. Known him since he was five years old, he's now like 36, something like that. And yeah, he's... Um, Indian and I went to the Indian wedding last week so they they tied the knot in their um their cultural sense which is beautiful but of course it's not legal so they have to have a civil ceremony too so the civil ceremony is tomorrow oh I so know why you get, they're going to be yeah. serenaded by chicken sisters oh yes. love it thank you yes <laughs> actually chicken's on the menu tomorrow see how did I know how did I possibly know that yeah. I don't know. You're psychic, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, so what's new with you boys? Because I don't know. Well, we're, we're, I, I we've, been, just... we've been talking about the uh, – um, what were Biden. About? Thank you. We're Biden? talking about Joe, Joe Biden uh, gave a, uh, a wonderful speech um, in my hometown in Philadelphia last night, Thursday night, prime time. And uh, in front of Carpenter's, in front of where it all began in 1776, uh, when we first uh, had our own constitution separating us from uh, from uh, you and your folks over there, Amanda. And um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hey, oh, I have a question for you. Good. I have a question for you. I, you know, I have, <laughs> okay. I have a question for you. Uh, is there? And you're growing up in your education, your schooling, and talks, and people in the UK. You know, you are from there, lived there, born, raised, the whole nine yards. Has there any yeah. been? Any, has there been in history, like when, when I was in elementary school, we learned about the uh, Constitution, about Congress, about George Washington crossing uh, the Atlantic, whatever. What did he cross? He didn't cross the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess I didn't learn it too good. He crossed the uh, Schuylkill River there in Philadelphia. The, I'm sorry, okay. I'll get it right. The, the Delaware. The what? Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> The, okay. the Schuylkill River is like a little narrow thing. Yeah, yeah he could, something he like that. He it would have been a lot easier for him to cross that river than the, than the Delaware, wouldn't it? Um, um, uh, what's your name again? Cornell? Oh. <laughs> wouldn't it have been easier? I, 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 I live in Alaska. <laughs> Wait, I'm the one you've been drinking. I went from a vodka ginger ale and I ran out of Tito's vodka. Tito's vodka, vodka of choice, our, our, our vodka of choice on the show. Tito's or Tower, both made in Texas. Handmade vodka is delicious. Tower is a little bit less expensive than Tito's. Both really, really good vodkas. But I went from uh, vodka to uh, white wine, of which brand I didn't look. I saw it, grabbed it, because I ran out of vodka. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> want our listeners to to get the idea that we just get on the show and drink. Because we, you know, we have a fun time. It's what we really do. And it, sometimes yeah. on Fridays... On the Friday well, show, sure it's, it's happy hour. Yeah. And, and we, we welcome you to, to celebrate happy hour here with us on this show. We love having you on the show. Ah, he's full of shit. Well, that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was the question you are going to ask me, my lovely? Oh, thank you. Um, hmm, I'm thinking. <laughs> no. oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was going to ask you something that I shouldn't ask on the air, but I'll, no, I'll ask you that later. No, listen. Um, oh, you don't <laughs> no, no, seriously. I was going to ask you, did you um, learn or discuss or talk about any time you're during your upbringing and education and conversation? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the uh, what was the name of that war? The um, Revolutionary War between the, uh, the uh, British and the United States back way back when? Was, was ah, there, like, yeah. Yeah, it would have it would have come up for sure. I mean, we covered so much. I mean, I, I have vivid memories also of us talking about Hitler, and for obvious reasons because that was that was a traumatic experience for everyone, and yeah. uh, the most more recent in in that sense. But yeah, of course we talked about um, that. I can't tell you much about it because it would have been, I guess, taught in my senior years. Not so much mm-hmm. junior school because I don't remember we, us learning much about history in junior school. Um, mm-hmm. Even though we did, I just, my memory's not that great. But yeah, we 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 would have covered all of that. Um, I can't tell you specifics, unfortunately. Um, mm. It was a long time ago. Catastrophe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> 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 but like I said, the world wars were the most. 
dominant of course subject. and you know what you know what a you know what the tragedy is here at least my experience is that we i don't remember diving into depth as probably you did um yeah. hitler and the nazis and world war 2 yeah. and mass extermination of a certain yes. group of people because of their uh, because of their religion or how they looked or their sexual of preferences course. Um, yeah. And you, you did at early ages there. It's, you know, yeah. having been to Europe several times and, and meeting, you know, I've, I've been there a few times, but, you know, and, and the history, the culture, the intelligence, the depth, uh, the experience, uh, the architecture. Um, this, here in the United States, this is all like an experiment, and it's fragile one at that, you know, and democracy is yeah. a little over a couple hundred years old. And, yeah. you know, and it was threatened. Big time. And a lot of people in America don't acknowledge that. They do not right. acknowledge that our, our, our young experiment of a democracy um, is, is a baby. It's fragile. Yeah. yeah. You cannot you know, do it. My father, no, you um, my father used to chat. He used to talk to some friends online. Remember MSN back in the day? M- Messenger mm-hmm. used to be a huge thing online. People would be mm-hmm. like, yeah, chat on MSN Messenger. So my father had some friends, and there would be all these chat rooms, and he used to go into ones that talked about history and things like that. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, I kid you not, conversations that went down about uh, America and us uh, with mm-hmm. the, the World mm-hmm. War saying that the, I mean, these people were very, very arrogant and Mm-hmm. They wanted to prove something, and my father would just sit there and listen and give them the facts of what we've learned as a country from our experience mm-hmm. with the war. So we, you know, these these people from your country would um, say, "Oh yeah, we swooped in and saved you when you needed us. We we saved the day and all this kind of thing." It's like, well, yeah, I'm sure you mm-hmm. believe that. Thank you so much. We appreciate your help. Yeah. Um, we held down ninety five percent of the war on our own with you know our yeah. our allies. Yeah. Um yes, mm-hmm. we did need your backup at the very end. But you know, the way these people were talking at that moment in time was, you know, they, they did everything, they they were the heroes. It's like, no, it was a joint effort. You worked with mm. us and we, we, we produced an amazing result and we're grateful for it. So, yeah. you know, it was uh, it made me question at that very point. My father discussed it with me afterwards. He said, I just couldn't believe mm. the conversation. He said, it makes me wonder mm. what is actually taught in the U.S. compared to what is taught in our history here. And it'd be interesting to learn those comparisons of what is taught um, regarding the war and other uh, situations from your point of view that involve us mm-hmm. and the same with us with you guys. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was just stunned, absolutely stunned and, you know, so, you know, neither my father or the, these people were right because we're probably both taught different things about how our countries uh, served and saved. Um, because I do believe that there's some sort of system that's set up in a way that helps a country grow in terms of its pride and its support and structure for its people to believe in the country and support the country. So maybe that reflects on what we get taught in our history the kind of yeah. things that we're fed, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it could be very different, very different stories um, all around the same subjects. Certain truths, but different perspectives of mm-hmm. those truths. So I don't know. It's fascinating mm-hmm. to me. But yeah, it blew me away. I was like, why, Dad? You know, why did you even get into conversations with these people, you know, if they're just going to, yeah. you know, yeah. with all this abuse, you know, you needed us, we showed up, saved the day, blah, blah, blah. It's like, wow. wow. 
okay. Yeah. <laughs> you Jeez. know, it was yeah. crazy. But, yeah. mm. uh, but I understand yeah. that the U.S. has a different kind of pride. Um, I've talked about this before. The U.S. has a different yes. kind of pride than the, the U.K. I mean, we yeah, obviously we love our country and we, we defend it when people challenge it, sure, like anybody mm-hmm. would. But um, mm-hmm. it's all about, I see, and from my perspective and people's perspectives here, we see everybody worshipping the flag mm-hmm. and yeah. everything that stands for over here. We don't do that. We've got royalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't worship royalty, but we respect them. And we mm-hmm. just respect the, the makeup of our country and, and the way it functions and it works for us. That's about it. I can't really see any other kind of British pride there as it stands right now. Back in the day, it might have been very different. Very different, but um, mm. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's, it's you know he um, yeah, but you, you but you you you're proud of of your democracy there and your um... to a certain extent, yes. I mean, I'm probably the wrong person to talk to. There's probably many mm-hmm. people out there who's way more proud of that than I am. Um, mm. I don't like our history at all. I don't right. like the fact that yeah. we've owned many, many countries and ruled right. many countries because we have yeah, literally a huge yeah. amount of countries all over the world. And mm. the way we've we've treated those people and you know, we've got a, a pretty dark history, but Yeah, and how about how about all the how about the queens that beheaded the kings? No, I mean the kings that be what? yeah, the kings <laughs> yeah. I mean, the king, Oh kings my god. The kings of <laughs> I think it was King I think it was King Richard, the one that stuck yes. out to me the most. Not Edward, yes. because Richard I think was right. the one who made an example of people at that time where the country was so poor, they were yeah. trying to reproduce their own money and when he found out he was like, No, 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 I'm gonna make an example of everybody so they know not to be uh, go against me and my, my rules. So he would mm-hmm. literally behead people and have their heads displayed on the streets. Oh um, my god. Holy Yeah, god. it was decapitation and put on these great big posts impaling them and to oh, say to people geez. don't mess with with royalty you know i'm the king this is what oh, this is what goes man. so it was let's a talk very more, horrible let's, let's talk let's go back and touch upon uh, uh saving american american democracy here uh with a little bit more of uh, of joe biden's speech from uh, philadelphia last night here Ooh. history tells us the blind loyalty to a single leader and a willingness to engage in political violence is fatal to democracy. For a long time, we told ourselves that American democracy is guaranteed, but it's not. We have to defend it, protect it, stand up for it, each and every one of us. That's why tonight, I'm asking our nation to come together, unite behind the single purpose of defending our democracy regardless of your ideology. We're all called by duty and conscience to confront extremists who put their own pursuit of power above all else. Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy than MAGA Republicans are destroyed to destroying American democracy. As we were saying. Uh, As yeah. we were saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yes. You know what? And, I, I, sorry, go on. It, and the, um, you know, because there's that, the, the Trump 
disciples, led by Donald Trump himself, the cult leader. Um, yeah. Trump is still saying, he was interviewed on this wacky radio show of some sort yesterday. There's not very many people have. This wacky radio show was on yesterday where he said, we won the election by a lot. To this day. Yes. And he knows, he was told by every advisor, every attorney, every counsel that he lost the election on the day after the election. He was told he lost the election. And he just made up his own mind that he won the election and goes and continues to promote that. Let's, and, and so there, there, it, it, in his idea of America and the voting system we have in America and our, and our yes. integrity yes. of our elections is you either won or you were cheated. If, if yes. you didn't win, the election was stolen from you. One or the other. That's the only two choices yes. you have. Listen to this. Say this plain and simple. There is no place for political violence in America, period. None, ever. We saw law enforcement brutally attacked on January 6th. We've seen election officials, poll workers, many of them volunteers of both parties, subject to intimidation and death threats. And can you believe it? FBI agents just doing their job as directed, facing threats to their own lives from their own fellow citizens. On top of that, there are public figures today, yesterday, and the day before, predicting and all but calling for mass violence and rioting in the streets. This is inflammatory. It's dangerous. It's against the rule of law. And we, the people, must say, this is not who we are. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we can't be pro-insurrectionist uh, pro pro and pro-American. They're incompatible. We can't allow violence to be normalized in this country. It's wrong. We each have to reject political violence with, with all the moral clarity and conviction this nation can muster. Now, we can't let the integrity of our elections be undermined, for that is a path to chaos. Look, I know politics can be fierce and mean and nasty in America. I get it. I believe in the give and take of politics, in disagreement and debate and dissent. We're a big, complicated country, but democracy endures only if we, the people, Respect the guardrails of the republic only if we, the people, accept the results of free and fair elections. Only if we, the people, see politics not as total war but mediation of our differences. Democracy cannot survive when one side believes there are only two outcomes to an election. Either they win or they were cheated. And that's where the MAGA Republicans are today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and hey, Andy, he went on. Was and, and, and that, oh, sorry. Towards, was that uh, towards the end? Um, was it? Hmm? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Didn't Go Trump ahead. say he didn't want to run? For, didn't Trump say he didn't want to run for president years ago? He didn't. He said he would never want to be president. Uh, yeah. It was an article. He well, actually, it was a um, video. He said I would never run for president. Now that he before, became president. Was this before yeah, this he was like in the eighties? Yes. <laughs> Which wife? Um, That's when he was Donald Trump, the billionaire. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the guy. Um, he, uh, uh, he, uh, Biden went on last night um, after a lot of this. All right. which I think it was so eloquently presented and very presidential, quote unquote. Um, yeah. He went on uh, to talk about his accomplishments over the past few months, which have been amazing. The guy's hitting like home runs. You know, he's doing incredibly. But I'm not going to get into that, and I don't want to play that because I feel that that was almost like a campaign speech that he kind of migrated into. You know, we parted kind of into what, what we've just been hearing some clips of, and, and we didn't play all, all of it, obviously. But he was very, very good. Yeah. And then he, he kind of went into his accomplishments and the uh, Build Back Better or whatever they're calling it now, uh, you know, with railroads and airports and roads and highways and uh, electric uh, charging stations and, uh, you know, just a lot of things. He's, he's doing, doing a lot of great things. Um, and even the uh, college loan um, debt forgiveness yeah. $10,000, which, uh, which I have a college loan. You know, I've got two kids in college and one graduated yeah. one's in school. And, right. and I'm in a position in life where we can afford uh, a lot of that tuition. And, and my kids got amazing scholarships based on their intelligence and their academic records. They were given awards. Yeah. Um, and, um, and then we also had to borrow money. Uh, still, you know, with all of that. I mean, college cool. is very, very expensive. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and some folks say, I've heard these Republican, uh, what do you want to call them? Like, I, I, don't, I can't think of a, a polite word. But anyway, um, commentators, you know, the, the right-wing extremist commentators that you hear um, yeah. either on the Internet or on, on radio or TV um, or both, um, say that, you know, the, the audacity, the nerve of them, of Biden, to push loans college loans. You borrow money and to push the repayment of the loans to the taxpayer, the hardworking American, insinuating that such as myself, and I'm upper middle class, I'll admit it, okay, I'm not, I'm not complaining, you know, I've done well in life and come from a pretty affluent family and I, you know, we've, we've all done well, uh, make, a, make an okay living, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a high yeah. net worth person, but I'm by no means in the poor house either. Uh, but I still had to borrow money to get my kids through college. And I'm very hardworking. I busted my butt for a lot of my life. And for, for somebody to come out there and say, uh, the, the hardworking Americans are going to pay your debt. Well, I'm a hardworking American. I had to borrow money. And you know what? It, it assists my life. It assists the life of my kids who are going to be who are college graduates or in college. And it, it, it makes it so they're able to, to go to work sooner and not have a debt over their shoulders, over our parents' shoulders, and they can yes. continue on to make something of their lives and begin to pay taxes, Definitely. perhaps, and more taxes uh, when they enter the, the, the world of entrepreneurship or workforce, where they end up doing and with their lives. And, uh, yes. and of course, because and, – and you know something? Many, 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 many millions of, of people who are registered Republicans, they are going to benefit by this debt forgiveness program. And you don't hear them complaining – you don't hear them complaining. Well, hang on a minute. So, but how can people complain about this? Because one, it's a great thing for the country and the future of the country, like you've just discussed. Yes. And mm-hmm. surely their money would be going somewhere else anyway if it wasn't funding this this whole opportunity to save some students, right? So, yep. um, how much more will they be paying the hardworking the, American in into this? They're not. Nothing. Exactly. It's just so a talking why, point. That's all it is. Unbelievable, right? You're There's a program on Block Talk Radio, the same network we are on, uh, runs a conservative talk show. And I was just browsing around yesterday, seeing what other people are doing on the same network that we are on, Internet right. Network. 
Um, yeah. And I saw a conservative uh, thing, and I chimed in like somebody could, and are, they are right now on our show. We have listeners all over the world tuning into us right now. Um, yes. Hearing what they had, they brought up several things. The uh, how unfair the the college debt loan program was um, was one thing. Um, mm. The raid by the FBI on Trump was another. I mean, and here's what it comes down to: anything that benefits the American people that is presented, proposed, and and made into law by the Democrats is a no-go for strong opposition right-wing Republicans. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. They will find a way, a reason to disqualify, to say how it's no good, why it's no good, because it's a Democratic administration that put it into play. Period. Period. Right. That's it. Period. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and and it's... and, and you know, so behind the scenes, I'd like to know how many of these commentators' relatives who have kids in college or have kids who graduated college or have kids who are suffering with incredible college loan debt to pay back, who, who are not saying, whew, all right, some relief, all right, it's not all, you know, there, I know folks, I know families, I know students who graduated college with, with close to $200,000 debt after college who have trouble getting a job. And the way that the structure works, the, the college loan program works, the guaranteed, you know, federal guaranteed loans, is you, after college, you have six months of a grace period to go get yourself settled, then you gotta start paying that loan back. And here's the other part of that loan. If you come into a, um, a difficult situation in life, things don't work out, the company you work for goes bankrupt, you can't get another job, you have to go bankrupt, guess what? That college loan is not forgiven. That is, cannot be, by law, put it in your bankruptcy. So no matter what, you got to pay Uncle Sam. You got to pay that back. It's like, hey, right. go to college. Go to college. We'll loan you the money. <laughs> so, so really, instead of people being pissed about the fact that they're they're paying that their taxes are going to be paying this this whole college mm-hmm. situation. Forgive my lack of words right now. I'm mm-hmm. tongue tied by this experience. Um, they're actually pissed at. It's got to be either government, the fact that they have to pay tax from their wages, or mm-hmm. they're just because maybe they didn't have they didn't have the opportunity to go to college. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I can't really see why there would be so much conflict. I mean, these things get thrown around so much, especially in my country as well, when it comes to tax. And you hear yeah. about people saying, "Oh, my, I'm, you know, my wages pays pays for this for you," and it's like, okay, well. That's the government. That's, that's bullshit. But here's what I have an objection to among a lot of things. But here's one major thing. When these people, when these folks, when these commentators who do what we do behind microphones get on the air and start saying, my tax, why should I pay for your debt? Well, I work as hard or harder than them, and I guarantee I pay as much tax, my family, my wife and I, pay as much tax as more, more than most people earn in this country, we pay in tax dollars. So for somebody yeah. to come back to me and say, oh, my tax, why should my taxes pay for your kids' college loans? And I, you know, uh, as I said before, we've been very, very fortunate because our kids have done very well academically their whole lives. And because of that, they've been awarded very generous scholarships by some very prestigious universities because of their academic records and other things they participated in their lives while they were going through school. And they, when they came to us, say, hey, here's what you have to pay. And we're like, oh, my God, that's inc- what a great award. That's a scholarship. You know? And that's another way yeah. that, that, hey, parents, hey, parents of kids that are going to enter college or in school now, thinking about college down the road, 
you know what? <laughs> As a parent, I'm telling you, get your kids involved. Get your kids involved in the community. Get your kids involved in clubs. Get your kids involved in social organizations, as well as doing very, very well in school. Because you know what? When it comes time for applications, you're going to be one of, of, of thousands of, of, of families of kids trying to get into the same school. And it's very, they have a very tough time who, who, goes and who, who doesn't get in. I've known of yeah. families that have kids who've gotten greater than a 4.0. 4.0 is an A average. How do you get greater than an A average? You do these, uh, the, uh, the AP, the advanced placement courses and so forth, where it's, you know, it's up there. So the, the cumulative grade point average is actually greater than four because of the level of courses you, you're selected. But I know folks who've done greater than a 4.0 who applied for prestigious universities thinking they would get in with an amazing record, with an academic great recommendation letters, great res- essays, great record, great social you know, involvement in the community. You'll get into to Yale. You'll get into USC. You'll get into this, whatever, to Penn. And they don't get into any of those schools. And yeah. here they are. I can't get into college. And some of them kind of do what I think is a pretty smart thing to do. They go to the local community college and get all the one-on-one uh, courses out of the way, you know, the basic college courses that are transferable at a very yeah. affordable, low rate. You know, just get that done. You know, don't barely pay anything for it. Just go to community college or regional college for, get it yeah. out of the way, who cares? Then transfer to the major university, you'll get in. The, 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 the application success of transfer students is, is greater than the application success of people getting into a school. Because they have dropouts and blah, 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 and people change their mind and go different, or, you know, whatever, they go to different schools, say this school's not for me, they go somewhere else, and there's, there's vacancies, there's openings. So you can get into a school as a sophomore, as a junior, where you might not right. be able to get into a freshman. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's, that's our advice uh, regarding college applications on the Andy and Amanda show. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but I know, do feel for them, though, having to pay out all this, this money. You know, just, you know the average, I think, you know the average, uh, you know the average family has to pay? Uh, uh, back? I think it's $2.3 billion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably feels that way to them. Come on. I mean, come on. Yeah. It is crazy. The price of education, I think that's what makes the balance in society so difficult as well because there are people who just cannot afford to go to college. And what kind of future are they going to have compared to those who did go to college, but then again, they've got, like we just said, they come out of college and they've got to pay back their loans. Half of them don't even go into the jobs that they, they trained for in right. college. They don't get the opportunity. They give up. Try hey, Amanda, uh, I, I, I went to college and majored in aviation and became an airline pilot over a period of time. What am I doing now? Did, did a drinking vodka talking on the radio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, hey, that's not a bad thing, Mr. Kimball. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> but speaking I, I, of which... Tell you what. Yeah, what? yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, no I want to hear you. In all, in all fairness ahead. now, with, with everything being online, it is so much easier to get education for yourself online and oh, yeah. at a much cheaper rate and start your own business. Yes, yes. So the opportunities are now greater, far greater than they've ever been in our, well, humanity's timeline, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is times of opportunity, for sure. For it sure. truly is. <laughs> I, have a, I have a career tip. I have a career tip. Speaking of aviation. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, the college requirement for some, ma- some of the major airlines has been dropped because... 
they, there's no pilots. They can't find pilots. It's very, very expensive to learn how to fly. I mean, a hundred times more than when I learned how to fly back in the early 70s. Yeah. I, I know I was an airline pilot in, in, at 23, you know, uh, in the 70s. But, um, okay, okay, late 70s, early 80s. I'm, I'm dating myself more than I should here. Um, anyway, um, so here's the deal. If you can, you know, borrow 80 grand, Go to a accelerated aviation program where you get your private, your commercial, your instrument, your multi-engine, after which you will definitely get an interview with the regional carrier for one of the major feeder airlines, you know, for American or United or Delta, one of the, they fly the, the regional jets, you know, the smaller jets, mm-hmm. which are flying longer distances now. But anyway, um, your starting pay will be right around fifty-six to $66,000 a year, day one, with a $25,000 year signing bonus every year you stay on with the company as a first officer, and a $50,000 year signing bonus when you become a captain every year you stay with that company, with most likely a guaranteed upgrade to the carrier you feed over a period of time. In other words, if you fly for an American Eagle and the jet commuter over a period of time, you'll qualify and be able to upgrade to American Airlines. Now, see, you're still, you're still young at this point, right? You're still maybe late 20s, early 30s now, right? So yeah. then, then you're a first officer of flying a 7.5 or, or A330 or A321, probably whatever it might be, Boeing 737, um, and you're a co-pilot making about ninety dollars to $110,000 a year for, for, right. for about 60 hours uh, a month of work, which equivocates right. to about 12 to 14 days a month, right? Then after maybe a few years as a first officer, you upgrade as captain, it, within your 10th to 12th year as a captain, you will be making for 12 to 14 days a month of work, maybe, you know, give or take a couple here and there, right? You'll be making close to $500,000 a year transporting people yeah. on a jet airplane. Half a million. There are no pilots. If you look at why flights are being canceled, what we, we have an incredible issue, which I don't hear much talk about, except the complaints, all the passenger complaints. Oh, my God, my flight was canceled. They're, we, they're, they're having cruise orders, and they just can't put any Joe Schmo on the flight deck of a jet. People, yeah. because it's so damn expensive to learn how to fly, you know? Um, yeah. So, so here's the deal. If you're going to borrow money, folks, if you don't know what you want to do and you're into aviation and complicated technical things, if you're good on, in computers and, 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 you know, and flying a jet is amazing, autopilot systems, navigation systems, communication systems, you know, hydraulics, all these different things that are involved in, 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 in knowing what is on, behind the scenes of the airplane you're flying, and then commanding that airplane and making that airplane go from point A to point B with, with the, nothing but the safety of the passengers and the, and the comfort of the passengers while you're doing it for 12 days a, a, a month, while you're making several hundred thousand dollars a year, that sounds like a pretty good bet to me. If you don't know what you want to do for a living, folks, there's such a demand for pilots right now. If you do what I said, you will, you will follow the, the formula that I just presented is what you, will happen in your life. I assure you of that. Wow. Or, or you could be an air traffic controller, and, and, and when you're fully qualified, that's about $160,000 a year right there as an air traffic controller. You know, wow. There's all these opportunities in aviation, and you don't really hear about it. Oh, you got a you know, degree in business. Oh, a lawyer. Oh, a doctor. Oh, I don't know, That's a HVAC yeah. or whatever. Well, how about being an airline pilot? Or, or okay, yes, if, if not definitely. an airline pilot, how about being a corporate pilot? They make very good money as well. It's a kind of, a, a, almost, I think, in a lot of ways, a better lifestyle, in my opinion. But anyway. And you get to travel pilot. over the world. Yeah, as a corporate pilot, you go to different destinations. You kind of, you know, you can go anywhere. You know, you're not in the schedule where you're going, bam, you know, the, the route structure of a major carrier and putting up with all the bullshit that's sometimes involved with passengers and this and the passenger and the company and policies and unions. 
you go to work for a corporation, you're flying, you know, people who can afford a private jet. It's a different, it's a different air. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> I, I personally gave up learning to fly because, you know, um, after so many bad landings, my medical bills were going for the roof. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what medical bills? Uh, anyway, I, I just wanted to put that out there because we're talking about college and things to do and everything. And, they, you know, it, it, there was a time when you had to have a college degree to become an airline pilot. And that has been dropped because they, they need pilots. So, and what they're doing right now is right after these accelerated programs, you've got to find the right school to go to. You know, you, you look online. Um, they're guaranteeing you an interview with an airline when you graduate. I have an issue with that as, as, as a former professional pilot and flight instructor. I've got an issue with that uh, because you can earn all the ratings in the world through school. And then you're put in a flight deck with no experience, even as a first officer. And that's fine. Everything's smooth. Everything's good. Autopilot, bam, go through the checklist, go through your flow, your management. You know, you get the memory items. You pass all your tests. You do what you're supposed to do until something arises that's going to require you not only to rely on your training, but your experience. And if you don't have any experience and you have two pilots up there, one's a captain with a lot of experience, first officer just graduated school, uh-oh, uh-oh, not, not that they can't conduct themselves properly and appropriately and conduct a safe flight and make a safe uh, arrival when they ever need to. Should something go wrong? Yeah, they can. They can. But, yeah. but as a captain, I want a first officer who has more experience than I do. <laughs> I want to I know oh, who's, who's, who's right there. You know, right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But um, so, so I have an issue with these programs. Hey, you know, learn how to fly here. You get an interview with American Eagle, you know, commuter. You'll be flying a jet as soon as you graduate. Well, I've got you know, 600 hours of flight time. Holy shit. Uh, when I was learning how to fly, you know, after I got all my licenses, you can go knock on the doors all day long. You know, oh, I got my commercial, my airline transport pilot, my multi-engine, my instrument. I've been teaching. How much experience do you have? Uh, none. <laughs> uh, uh, come back and go keep building time. Come back in a couple of years. Now, now, oh, you graduated school. You got your multi, your, your all that stuff with, without an airline transport rating, just a commercial pilot and multi-engine rating, period. And, of course, instrument, too. Um, Oh, come, come, yeah, you'll get, you'll get your ATP when you're with us. Yeah, come on, come interview. Oh, you're good. You did great in the interview. Come, we'll, we'll put you in the right seat of a, of a, of a Canada Air Challenger. I, I know you only have 400 hours, but that's okay. We had a good captain with you. <laughs> I, I got I got a problem. Wow. With that. That's just me personally. And other, other flight instructors might agree or might disagree. I don't really know. I don't know. Oh, talking of which, I watched that movie called Flight with Denzel Washington. <gasps> oh, were they flying the airplane upside down? Oh, my God. I really crap myself watching that movie. Yeah. Really? I was like... Yeah, wow. oh my goodness, this just like you, you know. I, I remember the thing is, so if you, so if you fly the airplane upside down and you're drinking, would your drink stay upside down too? <laughs> Probably not. No, because your brain <laughs> would be upside down. I, I have a problem with that. If I'm going upside down, yeah. I want to maintain my drink. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> hey, Andy, you think you can yeah. do that? You think you can do that? Drive upside down? Hell yeah! I drive my car upside down. You kidding me? My life is upside down. <laughs> hey, oh a, 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 Amanda, that yeah. could never happen in the real world. That airplane could not fly upside down. No way. Oh, really? No, no. Hey, no way. No day. No. At any time, that air, that that MD80 could not fly upside down in a. Wow. First of all, the fuel ma- the fuel management system would not. It's got fuel pumps. I suppose you could put the fuel pumps on and electric fuel pumps and. Um, and feed the engines with that, but they're not 
the, the you know you know engines will quit, the air, airplane won't fly upside down. It just it just won't fly upside down. Wow. It, it might for a couple seconds. You know, it might for you know it could do a roll. You know, they can roll it. Yeah. You know, they can do that. Yeah. It's been done. You can roll it. But you can't turn it upside down and just fly. Hey, folks, up on board. Like to, uh, I, I can imagine this. I'm, I'm uh, boarding a flight in LaGuardia. I'm the captain, ready for takeoff. Hey, folks, uh, like to walk to board. American Flight 82. We're going to go to Boston and we're going to do it upside down today, just for a thrill. And, uh, hope you all... <laughs> really? We People hope will be like, ah. <laughs> I hope you all like, uh, I hope you. Let I, me I don't know out. Yeah, I don't know if you have uh, ever heard of uh, Loopy Loops. We're going to try a couple of them on the way to Boston today. Just for a little. It is Friday. Yeah. This is the Andy and Amanda show. Imagine you've joined that. Andy, and Ma- you've joined oh. Andy and Amanda in the flight deck today. And, uh, Definitely. <laughs> We're going to do the roller coaster dive. No, and we'll, uh, stream, we'll stream some Stranger Things because they're all about the upside down at the moment. So, yeah. <laughs> I can't even take a roller coaster, guys. What well, imagine that? I hate them things. I hate it. Hate it. I'm scared of them. Roller coasters. Ah, oh, they are cool, but they do yeah. scare the crap out of me. In all fairness. Yeah. I'm just not into. How about into you get way up there and they get stuck? Yeah, I'm. I'm just not into thrills. <laughs> I, I, I want things to be smooth and safe, and you know, whenever I flew a jet, I said this to myself at every takeoff, every single takeoff, my entire flying career, I said. I never want the passengers. Of course, I never had any. I never want. No, <laughs> I never want the passengers. <laughs> no, seriously, I, ne- I never want the passengers uh, to know they left the ground. And that's I strive for as smooth as possible. Everything smooth, smooth, smooth. I want this. I want the passengers to feel very well taken care of and very safe. And and we're going to make them. And that's how I flew. You know, just everything. Yeah. Else. But let's let's just make this really smooth flight. Everything real smooth, real easy. And and if we hit any turbulence, hit anything that looks uh, that might scare me even a little bit, let's get on the the PA system and let them know what's going on and why. And yeah. that's just how I flew. Yeah. That's that's that, that's just Andy. That's Captain Andy here. You know. But anyway. Talking of roller coasters, briefly. I know the show is about to end. Do you uh, guys remember hearing in the news something that happened in the UK many years ago? About we got uh, like a theme park here in the UK called Orton Towers, and um, yeah. one of the roller coasters literally come off the rails. And oh my gosh! When it was at, at the, the fastest speed and the highest point, and this one girl, somebody died, I think, and this one girl mm. had her legs amputated, and it was awful. No. She, yeah, she got um, over a million in compensation, but I don't think that was enough for She should have got more than Netflix. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, people were still going to the theme park. I'm like, you crazy? Are you crazy? Come on. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That makes me I'm definitely going to want to go on a roller coaster. No, I'm never going to I don't even want to look at a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I've been on several, wow. but that, that shot. She only got a million dollars? A million I think dollars you lost? I think it was about a million. Or it could have been two million, I think. I don't know, but yeah, it was crazy. Horrific. Wow. Absolutely horrific. Wow. Man, that's horrible. There was a woman in, uh, a, a woman who got killed thrown off a roller coaster in New Jersey a few, few, uh, few years ago as well. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's happening. Hey, let me tell you. I'm sorry. In no, Washington, D.C., um, a roller coaster got way up, and you know how they go way up in the air. Mm-hmm. And it went way down. And then do, and then and then do the it got stuck. It got stuck on the way down. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> and they had to. Be, they was there for four hours. Imagine that. Oh, that's awful. No thanks. I hate 
I have a thing about falling on a roller coaster. But Andy Kimball seems to fall into things. Yeah. Oh. Yes, me too. <laughs> and, and upside down airplanes. Yeah. My goodness. Oh, <laughs> I don't man. know. I'm thinking they're... Uh... Oh, hey, Eddie, um, I know we got to go soon. We're running... Uh, I think we're off. I think we're running podcast right now, actually. We're, we're still on. Yeah. We're, doing, we're not on the air. We're doing... Yes. But our podcast listeners are still enjoying our show where our live listeners had to leave a few seconds ago. Oh, yeah. I, got, I meant to tell you guys um, that our numbers uh, yeah. on live radio and the numbers on the podcast are about the same right now. Whoa. Really? Yeah, about 3,400 each. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how mm. hi all you folks around the world. Yeah. Thank you. China. Yeah. China. Thank you so much. Australia, Philippines, uh, South America, Africa, all over the world, 23 countries. And uh, all the greetings, greetings from the United States and from uh, where are you, Amanda? In the, um, Bangladesh. Where, uh, Bangladesh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, UK. Yeah. Dude, UK. Are we clear? UK. Are we clear? Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm out of wow, wine, man. I'm wow. out of wine. I had my last sip of wine. Oh. Hey, say, um, Cornell, I had a question for you. Of course. Text me. Text you? <laughs> I mean, did I say text me? Oh, my gosh. I mean, no, it, sounded, it sounded like that. It almost sounded like taxi as well. <laughs> yes. I propose I'm going to digress slightly. What? I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. Mm-hmm. You sure? It's taken more than 100 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is he talking about? <laughs> you cannot do it. At this point, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. why yes. not to me? He's just hitting all these buttons now. <laughs> you know what? When Biden, when Biden makes speeches, he, he sounds like he has a sore on his tongue. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. What? A sore on it. You, you ever got a sore on your tongue and you can't yeah. really speak properly? I love that. I love that's how Biden talks sometimes. Like, yeah, that's just that. Yeah, that's, I've never heard that before. <laughs> I'm going to have to mm. listen. <laughs> I don't know. I have no other use for you. Mm-hmm. Well, He's a good president. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cornell. Why have you come here? Yeah. I don't even know, Andy. I don't even know why I'm drinking. <laughs> I do. I know. Oh. It's a Democrat hoax. I need some yeah, wine right now. You need a shut up. Vodka. Vodka gets you there. Yeah. Or oh, margaritas. Oh, I want a margarita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Legit. You gonna make one, Andy? I think. I think. But. I think but, but, but. 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 Yeah. <laughs> We have oh, a lot man. of great guests coming on the show. I got to announce that. Great guests. Hello, yes. I'm Johnny Hello. Cash. I would love yeah. to have him. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell if, us, you coming on anybody, if you could have anybody oh, uh, on the show, living or dead, who would it be? It would be this guy right here. 
Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. Okay. Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. Okay. You are all I long for, all I worship. And are these fucking people kidding me? Yeah, hey, hey, hey. they are. Oh, no, no need for that. Hey, really? <laughs> There's something awfully scoey going on around here. Always. Oh, yes. Always. Yes. The, only on the Andy Amanda show. Yes. Yes, um, yes. yes. Arrested Development, man, those guys were so good at the Philadelphia Film Festival. Our friend Speech did it amazing. He is so incredibly talented and just Incredible. Incredible. Never forget. He is indeed. Can't wait to see him again. No. Yeah, yeah he's great. It's love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, and arrest, and folks, a lot of you, because Rest of Development's been, been around quite a while, and they're, you know, they're still, I mean, pretty pretty popular, but they're very, very popular. Just yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and if, for those of you who don't know um, Rest of Development, then... Um, Let's turn to the U- UK... Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, look them up or, or, and take a listen. And they're good yeah. friends of the show. Speech, the singer of the band, the founder of the band, uh, is amazing. And even if you, even if you listen to them, and they're fabulous, even if you listen to them, you, you got to go see them live somehow, some way. You know, they're just yes. Just People would recognize that one Not most popular track. People every day. Yeah. They have a lot of positive energy. Oh, yeah. And they wrote about real stuff as well, you know? It was, yeah. you know, not like a lot of mainstream hip-hop and rap. Yeah. They talked so about life. And grounded. Yeah, exactly. They talked about life. I think his grandma quick. died when he, um, yeah, sorry. I think, it, uh, don't quote me on this, I think when he made Tennessee, it was about his grandma dying or something like that. Right, or, okay. Such an awesome song. I love that. Don't quote me on that. Me and my oh. sister used to do this thing with that. Oh, his brother. Oh, his brother. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. Whenever that Somebody song was playing, because I, I used to play the albums back in the day, as you know, when we interviewed them, I was like, such a fangirl. And with that song with Tennessee, you know, the intro goes, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee. Well, me and At my first, sister I didn't like it. would be doing that. It's <laughs> so funny. You know what's so crazy? I didn't like it at first, but it grew. It grew on me. Oh yeah. They actually grew on me. They they are a fabulous group. I mean, they have they have timeless music, and timeless oh, yeah. music grows on you. Yeah, it grows on you for the rest of your life. And everything is amazing. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. See, that song had to grow on me. Because they they started a new trend. I didn't understand it from the regular hip hop. Uh. Andy Jamming. Oh, I love it. 
One guy I want to talk to, he have a long beard. I don't know his name, but a long beard. He played the guitar. Oh, he's great. I talked to him. He'd come on the show. Yeah. Good. Let's do this. He's great, man. Yeah. He's a great guy. Great guy. That whole band is fabulous. I mean, it's just not they the fact that they're talented musicians. They're just such great people. You know, they're yeah. they humble. Honest and, and down exactly. to earth. And, yeah, exactly. I, I was just... You know, we've had speech on their show a few times, and, and uh, of course, Ishii, prior to him, he was one of the, the singers and dancers of the band. Um, and, uh, you know, we, you know I, I had not really known who they were. I mean, I heard some of their music coming into the show and so forth. Um, obviously, very talented, very good. And what I even said to speech on the show um, was they're not a typical, what you might call like a hip-hop type band. They have a lot of soul and R&B and a lot of the... Oh, the sound sound underneath what yes. they do. And it's, yeah. so they have the kind of the pop, hip-hop kind of sound on top of all that. And it's incredible. It makes them very unique. And they're so, so talented. And the energy yeah. they put in the show, you just wouldn't believe yeah. it. It's and like an alternative the, pop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and alternative rap. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And having had speech on the show, and we talked, and we you know, hung around like we normally do on the show, um, and has shared some laughs and so forth. Um, and yeah, you know, rest of development, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great, great, good. Just heard the music real good. Then I got to see them live, and when speech, you know, I met speech backstage, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you're, you're fucking amazing. Powerful. Oh my God, yeah. And the band is on point. <laughs> Yeah, on point. Oh yeah. 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 I mean they, they, they made my, my listening so um educational. Because growing up at yes. that time listening to all that type of music, because Cornell knows I was so into all that, that stuff. And yeah. you know, they stood out to me as being on my level because I've always been that kind of grounded person. So to to hear yes. their music was so refreshing to me compared yeah. to everything else that was around at that point, you know? Yeah, yeah, and they ain't all about the flashy and the Mercedes. Exactly. And oh my God, it's all like money, diamonds, sex, drugs. It's all about like... the art. And I, uh, uh, you know, they, were not, they had other, they have a lot. You know, let's hear, uh, here's another one. I thought that was the OJ. <laughs> Did I hit the wrong button? Uh, I thought you were playing the OJs. They smile in your face. Yeah, play the OJs. They smile in your face. I think I hit the wrong button. I almost hit the wrong button. Do, 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 do
play one of your songs, Andy or Amanda's. Why hey, not? Hey, I'm one, hey, Amanda, I have an idea. Yes, love. I have an idea. Let me see if I can do this. I'm going to try to play that tune I told you about the other day. If I can pull it up here and make it work. I'm going to try to make this work. To, our, to all our listeners, we having a fun. We giving you live music. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think, I think it's coming up. I think it might work. I saw a boy holding on to his grandpa's hand. He was pointing to promised land that lay beyond the reservation road. He told him, don't make promises you can't keep. Don't betray the earth beneath your feet as they walked along the reservation road. And just for that one moment, they were racing with the wind. And the sound of horses thundered, they echoed once again. Back to the place where their hearts and souls belong. A thousand dreams away from that reservation road. A thousand dreams away from that reservation road. Beyond the place where eagles fly And their tears fell on the reservation road And a hundred moons have come and gone Holding on a newborn sun And one day they walk along the reservation road And just for that one moment They'll be racing with the wind And the sound of horses thunder They echoed once again Back to the place where the hearts and souls belong A thousand dreams away from that reservation road a thousand dreams away from that reservation road.
Much better than over the phone, Andy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, it's really good. What's your thoughts? Uh, it's a little too fast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you this one. Uh, okay. And I'll, and you know, when you know where it goes to, um, and just for that woman, I can't even say it regularly on fast. Uh, just for that one moment, they were racing with the wind. Uh, however, it goes after that. That's where I hear some organ padding coming in. Like during that chorus, just yeah. hard, hit those chords and bring up like a Hammond B3. You know, just bring yeah. in that, the vibrato with the organ. Just pat it way underneath, you know. Brr, just yeah. bring that up. Just that, just one moment, they were racing with the wind. Um, uh, the, the sound of uh, the uh, horses, thunder. I, I don't even know the words. I don't even know how I did it then. Uh, <laughs> To me. <laughs> That's the you know, you know something. I performed that last night at a show. I did. It's funny. I just I jammed one. I really, you know, wasn't serious about it, but I did. And I just make up the words differently every time I do it. I kind of tell the story, but sometimes it's a, you know, a, just for that one month you were dancing with the wind, racing with the wind. They were a thousand hamsters, dancing a thousand with horses. the wind. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going with the wind. They're going with the wind. Yeah, I need- yeah, Brent, Brent. With the wind. I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, Cornell, how'd you like it? What'd you think of the tune? Really? What'd you say? What'd you think of the tune? What'd you say, What'd you think of the tune? I oh. think it was, I think it, I, I think if you put Jimi Hendrix on there, man, it'll be crazy. It was psychedelic, <laughs> man. It was out there, man. Hey, I thought I, I thought Is I, hey, Andy, thing, I thought really? I, I thought I mixed the wrong drink. Shit. <laughs> I want to. I want to taste of that music. No, you know what? You know what I love about it? It takes me back. Like literally, takes me back to the type of the stuff my father used to play. Like he was mm. always playing like Bob Dylan and all the greats, right? And it's mm-hmm. got such an essence of like the grandness and and the raw aspects of their music in that track. You know, I yeah. guess it would. It would reflect that anyway because of the, the type of lyrics you're you're singing and the story you're telling yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. You know what, guys? If you, you mentioned the thousand hamsters, that might change. Yeah. <laughs> we should yeah. we should have a <laughs> we should have a <laughs> that's funny. There were a thousand horses or a thousand hamsters. Hey, hey, Andy, man, I, I let my my dog I let my dog hear the music. I was trying to get her to take a shit. She finally took a shit. Oh, thanks, Cornell. <laughs> I remember that. I was just joking, I was just joking with you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's a diuretic for your dog. Andy, play Andy's music. You know, you just gave me a great idea. I love it. Um, we should do our own live A concert with all the, like a hippie hipster show, all the hippie old hippie music and all that stuff, psychedelic music. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, yeah, we should. I got it. I got an idea. I want to play because we have time. I'm, let's go to let's go to the half hour. Let's go about ten more minutes for the part. So we'll make it a ninety yeah. minute show today. And because we're taking Monday off, right? Because the Labor Day here in the states, so we don't have a show Monday, am I right? Yeah. All right. So we'll go a little yeah, longer. Yeah. And I want to play some more music. Uh, and I want I want Please. you folks. There's a singer songwriter that had the opportunity to do a show with uh, years ago um, at a New York City. She actually it was a. In just a little background, she's a very accomplished singer-songwriter. She does some work with Richard, a guy named Richard Chandel, who's another guy I know from way back. Um, 
And Lucy's phenomenal. And she's doing a show, and, and uh, uh, she loves Springsteen. You know, who doesn't, right? Bruce, right? Yes. And, and, she, and I might not play the whole tune because it goes on for a little bit, but I want, what I want you to hear is her solo take on a Bruce Springsteen song called, Thun, called Thunder Road. Thunder Road. Okay. Let's go. And, cool. All right, so I'm going to do this. Here we go. And um, a week later, I was playing a gig in New Jersey, and, and I mentioned I'd just seen Springsteen, and somebody yelled out the Springsteen song. And I'd never done this song in my whole life, ever sung it. But I always wanted to, and I love a challenge. So I knew I didn't know all the words, but we were in New Jersey, so I knew the audience would, and they did. I knew the whole song, and they sang it with me, got me through the whole thing, and now I know the words. And if you feel like singing, which you might, you did a great job earlier, please do. This is one of the world's great songs, and you have been so nice to me. Thank you so much.
words that I ain't spoken. Tonight we'll be free. Our promises will be broken. There were ghosts in the eyes of all the boys you sent away. Anyway, beautiful. Thunder Road, Lucy Kaplansky, K A P L A N S K Y. Look her up. She's great. Singer songwriter out of New York. Fantastic. Isn't that a nice version of the Bruce Springsteen tune? Just just by herself, just yeah. Lucy and the acoustic guitar. I gotta admit though, I feel All the so music sounds good. freaking mellow right now. Yeah, Ooh. I did too, man. I, I the first one, I felt like groovy, man. I was like, and the second one, I, I got me another shot of vodka. Well, I think it's really interesting. Let's hear, let's hear, why not? Let's take a listen to Bruce and Melissa, Melissa Etheridge doing the same tune. Listen to the difference in vibe. Thank you. Yeah, I thought, you know, I, I thought maybe they might want me to do an unplugged and like sit down and sing, and, you know. I can't do that. I learned early on, you know, I started a... Uh, I started playing guitar when I was about eight years old. And I listened a lot. I listened to a lot of music. And uh, a lot of music influenced me. And, uh, <laughs> and one of the, one of the, well, the fellas, fella, that I, that I would listen to, of course, was, was Bruce Springsteen. He's a fella, yeah. And I, I would, I remember going home, I'd go home, you know, after school or whatever, and I'd plug my eight track in. <laughs> It's true, it's true. Plug my eight track in and, and, and I'd listen and, and oh, and I would dream. I mean, if, any, if anybody could make a dream, it, w- it was Bruce Springsteen, right? You know, you, you'd, I'd close my eyes under, under the big, you know, cost headphones, you know, they're about this big. And, and I would listen and I would say, oh man, I want that. You know, I want it. I want, I want to sing, I want to, scream, I want to stand up, I want to, you know, write, I want to tell everybody how I feel. And, um, and I started to do that. And he was very influential. And, uh, you know, one of the things I always wanted to do was, uh, well, was to sing with Bruce Springsteen. So, So what would happen if if you asked, you know, if you said, hello, Bruce, it's Melissa, I, you know, you, you got a minute? You wanna, maybe? And uh, what would you do if you are me? And, and he said, yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, come on. Give it up for the man, Mr. Bruce Springsteen. 
Oh, man. I mean, I used to do Springsteen songs and they would do that and I'd say, oh no, they're booing me. I didn't feel bad until he said, I oh, used to think that too, until then. All right. Uh, we better be good now. <laughs> The screen door slams and the is just waiting. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. Roy Ormus is singing for the lonely. Yeah, that's me and I want you only. Don't send me home again. I just can't face myself alone again. Well, don't you run back inside, darling, you know just what I'm here for. So you're scared and thinking that maybe we ain't that young anymore. With your little faith, there's magic in the Burned out shell and lace. 
washing gown lies in rags at their feet In the lonely cook for the dawn Hear their engines roaring on When you get to the porch they're gone with the wind So merry climbing I had I was going to cut it short, and I figured no, no, I got I got to let this play out. Sorry, got to let it play out. You know, you know. Yeah. Yo, that was yeah. awesome. I think we should do a show like that. All the like what you just played and everything. All the old school. Like we have our own live. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The. Um, I agree. Here, here's another great Bruce song. Uh, this is uh, I can't resist. You got to listen to this. Guitar mic, please. Guitar mic. 
get it now. I get the music now. It's like vibing me, man. Yeah. It's like, it's it's spiritual. It is. Yeah, it is. I'm putting Amanda to sleep. It takes another planet. I am. 
<laughs> yeah, it takes you to this mu- the music takes you to another planet, man. Yeah, yeah. I get it. It never, it, 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 I, I'm really not into that genre, but if you really look into it. See if you identify okay. this one.
Yes, man. A little bit of Paul Anke here, right? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. All the music was great, man. All the music. Woo! I get it. I really get it. Yeah. I finally get it. Only on the Andy and the Manager Show. Andy Manager okay. Show. Will you yeah. get an after party? <laughs> yeah, we get an after party on the air, on the show. Yeah. Well, lucky for our podcast, our live listeners on the radio show don't get to hear all that, but our podcast listeners do. So, hey, yes. all goes out to all the folks listening on iHeartRadio and on Spotify and on FM News and on Pandora and on Google and on Alexa. Alexa, play Andy and Amanda Show. Here we are. Chrome, Google. Yes. Google, Definitely. play Andy and Amanda Show. Whoops, I should have said that. that that's how you start an after party. That's how you set everybody's devices off. Do you remember the time, Amanda, we were on the, I think we were either doing an after show or we were on the air, I forget, and uh, I started talking in my Google system in my studio here, started talking. Oh, yeah, I remember. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was so cool. We were like, what the hell? What the hell? Who is this? Yeah, it was good. That was good. It is funny, yeah. though, because when these, those devices first came out, it was hilarious. People on um, YouTube and TV shows and stuff were having to literally not say Alexa and Google because it was tripping everybody's, like, devices. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, whoever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds like some Dracula. That's how you end the show. <laughs> yeah. Who was the guy yeah. laughing on the Michael Jackson thriller track? Was that actually what's his face? Um, the actor. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who was it? Who was it? Let me think. Wait a minute. Wait. Horror movies. I'm sure you did the the laugh. On oh, Michael oh Vincent Price. Price. Vincent Price. Vincent Price. That's the one. What made me think of um, Christopher Lee? Oh, come on now, that's way off. Yeah, Vincent Price. That's the dude. Thank you. Yeah. 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 That laugh. That laugh. The last one reminded me of it. Yeah. <sighs> I want to tell our podcast listeners who uh, who are joining us, uh, who have joined us, and uh, we'd like to welcome everybody aboard and let you know that we do go live. Just so you know. Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, um, we're off the long extended holiday um, in the States, Labor Day this weekend. But normally Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 p.m. New York time. So it's right now it's, uh, Eastern Daylight Time. And uh, you always recognize our theme song. Hey, Mr. I like it the way that you walk with I like it the way that you walk with Yeah. You should have played him. You should have played him. <laughs> he's, he's better than Jimmy. Everybody. Yeah, any pop. Hey, pop. What was I going to say? I was going to. Um, you hmm. about to say, "Hey, Mister Big Boogie, Bobby Bop." 
He said about Labor Day weekend and that we're, we're not going to be... Um, yeah, we off Monday. <laughs> off, off Monday. Is that right? We are, are we off Monday? We're off Monday. Is that how it works? Yes. Oh, wow. Bobby Bob. Bobby Bob. And just remember, you can dial into the show live. That's what I was going to say. You can dial in the show. Um, <laughs> but I don't remember the number. Free, 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 free. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where is that? Where's Rio? That. It's hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where's that? Where's that trio? Where's that trio? Three trio. Was that Joe Biden? Wasn't it? Wasn't that Biden? Who's kind enough to come on our show and announce our phone number? Um, um, wait a minute, was that uh, OSM? What's happening in our country today is not normal. True. Thank you. Very true. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah. 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 The number three zero three three zero three zero three three zero or three zero three 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 zero. <laughs> Just dial in. Just remember all that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I try to dial it. <laughs> yeah, right. I bet yeah. there's people out there who do try it. Yeah, she could be working. Yeah. Hey, do we have any Halloween plans yet? When they do the five, 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 five. Sorry? Do you celebrate? Do you celebrate a Halloween there? Of course. Wow, cool. Yeah. We have a special what made guest. You ask that <laughs> My buddy. My buddy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's my buddy. Actually, I, really I wonder why I'm sleeping hard. Halloween, when we first walked through the Hmm. Yes. <laughs> Back. Hey, Cornell, you got your cape on, love. <laughs> yes, I need my cape. Yes, I have been had it on. Knock it off. All right. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. You got to be professional to be today. <laughs> oh, Christmas. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Eight percent of Americans believe Elvis is still alive. Yeah. Yeah. You can dig yeah. it. <laughs> you can dig it. Yeah. Yeah, Elvis, man. I told you I saw him driving a cab down there in Tupelo. Really? Oh, you are not. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. We're gonna win this race. No, 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 mm. no, no. no. <laughs> Baby, why can't you see what you're doing to me? When you don't believe a word I'm saying, we can't go on together with suspicious minds, and we can't build our dreams. To attain your epic ass, can you describe your exercise regime? I hire people. They do a website. It costs me three dollars. <laughs> three dollars. <laughs> 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 
No, you get is a a, a, a blank screen with a few words <laughs> under construction. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and drink your gin. Okay, um, come, come, yeah, come. Really, come. really. Shut up and take your shit. What? <laughs> you got something? Shut up and take your shit. Shut up and take your shit. Oh yeah. Here's my favorite right here. Kevin Michaels tune, which is in the studio happening now. That song's being produced, and and we think it's gonna get you know just like his last tune did, which went number one in country for three weeks ahead of all these major country stars. This song's gonna go someplace too. It's a great tune, and can't wait till it's done. So, we'll yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Another really good friend of the show. And now, oh. the end. Oh my day. So I face You know, this song reminds me of when Trump got in as president. Uh, yes. Are these fucking me? people kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> he ruined the song for me, I gotta admit, he ruined that song for me because when it, I watched him dance with his wife and Oh my god, that that's song, right. And he had that look on his face and I was just like, Oh my god, oh, man, the song is god. ruined. Yeah. Look, it never changes. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, you know no, he, just, should, he should have you think he dancing with his wife you think he'd be a little uh, uh, no yeah. <laughs> and he messed up the song that song called Valerie count on me because he was dancing off and I don't like the song yeah <laughs> yeah remember the song Valerie count on me how's it go yeah. I'm the same boy you used to be being bad. <laughs> Yes. Because all the words was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really hard. It really was. Yeah. yeah. It was hard to watch. Yeah. Yes. So, Sorry, um, I guess you really should think about going. This has been a two-hour show. We haven't had yeah. a long show in a long wow, time. Quite a while. This has be been a fun show. It has. Yeah. It's yeah. a real fun show. We had an after party. Yeah, I'll call we to do that. <laughs> we, should, we should do that more often, have all different songs for our after party, for the podcast, yeah. people. Y- yeah, yeah. You know, we do yeah. we do the news in the, um, for an hour, then have an after party for a half an hour with different music. 
And, you know, yeah, and, uh, you know, it's it, true. And it's been a lot of fun. Actually, it's hard to believe it's actually been two hours, but we just can't. No, you know, I wish somebody would shut him the fuck up. Well, uh, <laughs> who is that person, Andy? I kind of like that guy. <laughs> who is he, Andy? I like his voice. Get, Who's got that person? I get a note here that we're cutting, getting cut off. So let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Okay. While we can. All right. Uh, Amanda, why don't you say goodbye, and we'll see everybody on Wednesday. We have Monday okay. off. Have a good yeah. one. Labor weekend, everybody. Take care. It's been a great show. Yeah. Have a lot of fun. Bye. Uh, I did too. Yeah, bye. 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 I got to go to sleep. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, bye. 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 B